Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. As has been chronicled on this program before, it seems like everyone these days working on some form of Guinness World Record You've tried in the past and failed, and if I remember correctly, there's still a challenge between you and myself that someday might set one also. But perhaps we're overthinking it. Will Cutbill, a civil engineer who lives in the English town of Salahol, took time during the COVID-19 lockdown to claim the award, as announced on the Guinness World Records website a few days ago. His feet, stacking M&M candies, plain, not peanut, And the total might surprise you, as it turns out, the world record for stacking M&Ms is now, thanks to Cut Bill, five. Just five. (laughs) I was going to think four, Cliff. I think we could beat that record. I I think you're right. I wonder if they have one for peanut M&Ms. I don't know. I tend to like them a little bit better in afterwards, Cliff. <laughs> yeah. You can. I mean, because that's how you celebrate. Yes, you can eat your winnings there. You eat your record, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, Mr. News Director, let's cut to the chase <laughs> yeah. this morning. Okay. Is there something going on here at Country 98.1 that I should know about and nobody's telling me? What's um, your info here, News Director? <laughs> you mean at the radio station itself? Yes, not that I'm aware of. It's What's disturbing. What, what, what is happening? I pull in here at 4 o'clock this morning. Yeah. And out front in the parking lot, yeah. a gigantic U-Haul truck with a gigantic trailer behind it. <laughs> Are they taking my transmitter away and not telling me where they're going? <laughs> is that what's going on, News Director Cliff Ingram? No, there have been no discussions that I'm aware of. About removing your transmitter. Why is the big U-Haul sitting out front? Somebody's moving something here. Are we leaving? Are we going somewhere, Cliff, (laughs) and nobody's told me about this? Yeah, we're moving the radio station. Is that what's happening? One U-Haul truck at a time? I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, here with a news update, our news director who's... In cahoots with oppressive management, Cliff I'm Ingram. certainly not in cahoots with oppressive management. Well, something's going on. Well, that doesn't mean I know anything about it. Well, that is true. Sorry, Cliff. <laughs> I, I panicked this I mean, morning. I mean, I know a lot of things, and I can find out about a lot of things, but I don't know everything. Well, could you find out about this? Because it's well, disturbing. Four o'clock in the morning, there it is. It's like laughing me, at me. Uh, it was laughing at it me. It was like laughing the, at me. The U-Haul truck was laughing at I think I got that impression from it. <laughs> I know something you don't know. <laughs> well, Cliff, what's happening at 7 besides us leaving? Here's No one's leaving. All right, okay. You go ahead and continue your lies to me this morning, Cliff. I'm not lying. I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Then why is the next song that comes up entitled, You Should Probably Leave? <laughs> with Chris Stapleton. Um, is that who just picks a happenstance? The music? Who picks the music? Oh, that's right. That was me. Yes. That, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Weed, you might say the danger of fireworks grows exponentially in relation to the population density. Okay, you might not say it that way, but you can likely understand the closer people are together, the greater the chance for something to go wrong when the fireworks go off. That's why the laws about fireworks are pretty strict in the Los Angeles Basin, which is home to about 4 million people. 
We take you now to LA's 27th Street, where early Wednesday police got a tip. There were illegal fireworks being stored in a home there, and inspection found that to be true. Some 5,000 pounds of commercial-grade fireworks being present. The bomb squad soon were loading pallets of the stuff on board big trucks, and later in the day they also found something else. Several improvised explosive devices that possibly were homemade fireworks, but possibly not. These were loaded into a special bomb squad containment truck to be hauled out for detonation. You might guess what happened next. Boom! The detonation occurred before the hauling out took place right in the middle of the neighborhood. The resulting explosion injured 19 and blew out windows and doors for several blocks. And the top of the containment vessel, weighing nearly a ton, was found over a mile away. Bomb squad officials are calling the event a catastrophic failure. Is that something you drive, Cliff? Well, I mean... Or do they pull it behind them with something? I, 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 I think it's... You can probably get it either way. You could probably get it in a trailer, or you could probably get it in the back of a truck. Either way, I'd hate to be the guy driving that when that <laughs> thing went off. <laughs> That's going to ruin fireworks for life right there, Cliff, when that <laughs> happens to you. Cliff, things have gotten really interesting here at Country 98.1. <laughs> Well, I mean, it started out, what, well, like 30 minutes ago, 35? Something, yeah. When uh, we re- we revealed that there was a U-Haul truck parked in the parking lot. With a giant trailer behind it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's been here since 4 o'clock, and mm-hmm. I'm a little bit leery about, like, you know, standing right in front of the giant window at Country 98.1 and exposing yeah. myself. I'm trying to... <laughs> Sneakily look at the... That wasn't the right way to say that. (laughs) Exposing that I'm inside the building. How's that? I think there are many people who are leery about you standing in front of the window and exposing yourself. Yeah, I don't blame you. (laughs) I'd be leery of that myself. And I'm trying to like... Very, you know, like sneak my head around the window, you know, and kind of yeah, look. Yeah, you, you want to see what's going on, but you don't want people to see that you're looking to see what's going on. And right now, Cliff, right, at, it's yeah. right out here in front of me. Yeah, there's two guys in uniforms, yeah. and I think they're moving people. You know, they're all dressed the same. You know, like a movers do. Well, I think well, it's a moving action. They're dressed the same. Exactly. They're in a blue well, what, uniform. Can you, des- can you describe their uniform? Blue uniform. Yeah. Uh, somewhere up on the right side of their chest, there's a yellow handle thing there. I guess it's one of those hook things to grab things with. It's yeah. a little bit freaky right now, Cliff. I think we're leaving. <laughs> we, we, I think the entire place is going to get packed up and gone. The the yellow thing, like on their, is it like hooked to their belt? It's up on their chest a little it's bit. It's up on their chest. Oh, oh, okay. What, what else is, are they carrying? They got this big black shiny belt. Okay. Around their waist. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the back support whenever you're moving <laughs> we, stuff. We, we, I we, think we're in and there, trouble. And there's, and there's two of them? There's two of them. Yeah, th- those are police officers. <laughs> Come to did think. They pull up in a, did they pull up in a separate vehicle aside from the U-Haul? They, two separate vehicles. Two separate vehicles. I thought that was weird. Yeah. So you, it's the police. <laughs> no wonder they look the same in a blue outfit. <laughs> Well, so the police are there now, is what you're saying. Maybe I can have them move some furniture inside the studio here <laughs> later on. Cliff, there's a new study that I read this morning that said that as mm-hmm. a kid, yeah. you and I and everyone else have, on average, four best friends. Okay. 
and when you're an adult, the average goes down to just two. I'm thinking Jim Beam and Captain Morgan. <laughs> Cliff, what's happening at eight this morning? It could just be me, though. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's entirely possible it could be you. Yes. Yeah. We'd Even though this story talks about a subject we usually try to avoid at all costs, the irony is just too strong to ignore. Tuesday, convicted killer Travis Stackhouse was sentenced to 20 years in prison with another eight years of probation, but the judge in the case said he wished he could give him more time. It seems as though prosecutors charged Stackhouse with second-degree reckless homicide and two other crimes. But during sentencing, Milwaukee County Circuit Court Judge David Borofsky told those attorneys that if they had brought a more severe charge against the defendant, like, say, murder, that would allow the judge to hand down a much stiffer sentence, which apparently the judge believes Stackhouse deserved. Because the criminal was found guilty of killing his own son in 2019. A death the family originally tried to hide from investigators, saying the boy had fallen down a flight of steps. Although eventually Stackhouse confessed, telling police he punched the five-year-old in the stomach and then struck him in the face. Because, and here's the ironic part, because the boy had eaten his dad's slice of cheesecake, which was made for Father's Day. <laughs> it can't get much worse than that right there, Cliff. No, you're absolutely right. Do you think you can talk to the devil, Cliff? Do you think you can talk to the devil? Do you think you can? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm throwing that out there I mean, for you. You mean not me personally, but just in general? In general, do you think you can talk to the devil? What would be your uh, opinion, Cliff? Um, I would say so, yeah. Not that you would want to, but I think it's possible. I'm just thinking maybe I could reason a little bit with the guy. <laughs> See, now there's the problem. <laughs> well, I mean, instead of all I mean, of you can re talking to the devil is one thing. Being able to reason is an entirely different matter. Well, I don't mind the temptations that he throws at me. I just don't want him yeah. to be as bad as he's throwing at me. I want him to throw <laughs> a little lighter temptations my way. Well, so, you, you remember the... Uh, the song about the devil went down to Georgia? That's right, yes. Um, even though the devil lost in that altercation, he still wanted something, didn't he now? He did, but he lost on that one. And I'm just, just, but there's no guarantee that you're going to win. <laughs> well, no, there's no guarantee of that. I'm just, I'm just wanting them to light up, lighten up a little bit right, right. on the and, temptations. <laughs> If that's you, possible for him to do. Are you prepared to pay the price for failure? Well, I, all I want is this, Cliff. Okay. Instead of what he's throwing my way, could yeah. he not like just tap on my shoulder and say, Hey, weed, yeah. you really should get your car in for an oil change right now. And I'll be <laughs> like, hey, it was just a thousand miles ago. You're not fooling me, devil. I've got 2,000 <laughs> miles to go. Well, MTV mm -hmm. turns 40 next month, Cliff. Wow. So let's all take a moment right now to thank them for nine years of great music on that station. <laughs> That's about all we got, I think, Cliff, no, my math is right. Even, even like uh, CMT, you remember that. Oh, yes. They don't even play music anymore. There you go. I, don't, I, I just don't under, I mean, 
I guess it wasn't exciting enough to just play music videos. Maybe it got expensive to do the videos. I don't know. I well, think... they, di- they didn't pay for any of them. Well, I think... Record it... companies all paid... For... Well, mean, maybe the record st- company said, oh, we're not going to do They're still producing that. music videos. Well... They're just not... We need know. a station to play them on then, Cliff. I haven't seen yes. a video in years on TV. I've seen you're it on not, YouTube you're... all the time. Once, once again, you're you're not paying enough attention. Do you watch them on TV? Uh, there are limited times, like on Sunday morning, that you can watch videos on CMT. Well, I don't like the limited time part there, Cliff. Well, see, that's, I mean, that, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, mean, I guess it's like, you know, reality TV just became more exciting than just playing videos, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't either, Cliff. But speaking of music, seeing you as know. how, you know, the U-Hauls here and we're all moving out and being unemployed... <laughs> Did they actually back that thing up to the door yet? Oh, no, it's not at the door yet, but it's <laughs> it's lurking out in the front parking lot. Since it's, you know, about that end of the time, Cliff, I've decided to yeah. do a little bragging for the first time ever. Some you bragging? Know, you know me. Okay. I don't brag because every time oh, yeah, I do, yeah. it goes down in flames. Exactly. But I'm bragging because this week on the Only You Can Make It Stop song, yeah. I am... I'm Joe naming Namathing this one, Cliff. You're Joe Namathing it. Yeah, I am guaranteeing I don't, I don't. this one's going to play all the way through. Guaranteeing there is no yeah. way this song will not make it, and it's long too. Well, Cliff, I'm going out on that limb and guaranteeing this song will make it all the way through <laughs> tomorrow on this program. Are you, are you so confident that this song will go that way that you're willing to? Uh, wager something on it i don't really have anything to wager cliff since the you know well, job's to about cash. to come to the end so i mean i don't really have a lot what what would i wager what what would you, you could, what are you thinking well of? you you said you wanted to go full joe namath and guarantee i suggest you really go full joe namath and if you lose put on a pair of pantyhose do they have the size that would fit me cliff <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do, yeah. How do you know so much about pantyhose? I don't. Oh, okay. All right. I, <laughs> I don't know that much about pantyhose. I will but guarantee, I'm just guessing. I'll, I will I will Joe Namath it. I will go full Joe Namath on this. I think it's probably going to go. Yeah, I think I think you're going to be you and all the rest of us are going to be safe from you in a pair of pantyhose. I'll be pantyhose free <laughs> by this time tomorrow, Cliff, because okay. the 4th of July being this yeah. Sunday, otherwise I'm sure don't roll yeah. around the Lee Greenwood house. As Kaching Day, as they play that song over and over again. <laughs> so let that picture, Cliff, on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the yeah. Morning, relieve all doubters who said I was making up the story about the U-Haul being in our front parking lot. It's yeah, was, still I, in our front parking lot. I was, I was going to ask you about that, um, about putting that up there. I mean, I don't understand why you would post that. Let that picture, Cliff, be yeah. the thousand words that doesn't need to be spoken right there. <laughs> that that right there. Yeah, you see, the problem is is that you're just playing into their trap. Whose trap? The listener's trap? They're not trapping well, me. No, no. Oppressive management's trap. Why did you say that? Well, I found out through a text message that I received that there's a reason, a very simple reason, why there's a U-Haul sitting out in front of the radio station. I think we all know the simple reason. And what was that you claimed? 
We're moving. <laughs> I'm going to strap myself with chains around the transmitter, Cliff. Yeah, see, that's what you put in the that's what you put in the Facebook page. Yes. Is that you were going to chain yourself to the transmitter, metal, high voltage on a rainy day. I don't think that's probably the best thing to do. <laughs> Good point there, Cliff. Yeah. I'll so uh, I think probably you just need to let that go because, like I said, I found the real reason. It's not that we're moving. Oh. Is that uh, oppressive management has enlisted the aid of a relative to uh, go rent the truck and just put it in the parking lot just to scare us into behaving. Yeah. So we're not moving. No, you've just fallen into their trap. Well, now I'm a little disappointed. I was all ready to go. <laughs> now you were... Now you, I thought you were scared about moving. Well, I kind of got used to it since 4 o'clock this morning when I saw it. And... <laughs> You've ex over five and a half hours. You accepted the fate that you're moving. Yeah, now we're not. Now we're not toying moving. with we're me. Staying. Quit toying with me. <laughs> we're staying. <laughs> it's time now for take it to the bank. Okay. I almost just let this one slide today since we were going to move <laughs> earlier, Cliff. But uh, <laughs> yeah. at the last minute, you, you, I found something. You had packed up. Take it to the bank. Is what you're I saying. had packed it up and ready to go. <laughs> well, Cliff, our take it to the bank is pretty easy. In 1947. A young lady went to Johns Hopkins to cure her hives. Okay. And she received an experimental drug called Compound 1694. It was for hay fever and for allergies. Okay. And her hives cleared up. Okay. And then she reported back to Johns Hopkins, Hey, uh, I've also noticed that I've stopped getting nauseous when riding on public transportation. The doctors started testing the drug for motion sickness and yeah. compound 1694 became Dramamine. And oh. all of that you could take straight to the bank. While Elvie, Shane, was singing, we got yeah. this phone message. I've got a question here. Hey, oppressive management, hey, they can afford to put a U-Haul truck out there in a parking lot. Hey, maybe if you guys could afford a U-Haul truck. To try to scare a weed, maybe you guys just instead just go ahead and pay the guy for doing his job. That's a good idea, there, Cliff. It <laughs> seems like an expensive, practical joke to me, doesn't it, you? I, I would, I would, I would actually, as much as it's weird for me to say, I agree with Phil McCracken. That's hard to say too. It's hard to get your mouth to form no, those words. Cliff, was there anything said today? Morning roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. Removing your transmitter, which as it turns out is not going to happen. Number two, I feel leery about standing in front of the big window and exposing myself. Okay, I didn't mean it that way, though. <laughs> so let's clear that up. That's not what I meant when I said that. <laughs> but that's what you said. I did say that. You said, you said that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today First we're moving, now we're staying. <laughs> we can't make up our mind what we're doing. No, we can't. <laughs> I'm kind of in for the moving myself now, Cliff. I've kind of talked myself into it. Into it? Yeah. You're looking forward to the actual moving part. Yes. Yeah. As long as I don't have to do the lifting. I'm, I'm, well, there you go. I'm good yeah. with that. And they take me with them. That's, that's the other yeah, key I mean, there. Or yeah. you don't get left behind. Yeah. Yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.